0: I am here today with the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Taiwan, Casey Abbott-Payne. Casey, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: I guess the first question I should ask for our listeners is what is Black Lives Matter?
1: One, it's an organization in the U.S. that exists as a nonprofit, but bigger than that, it's an idea that exists in the minds of people all over the world now. That would be my simple answer to that. So it's It definitely exists as an organization in the US and there's some chapters throughout the US and a couple international chapters but bigger than that it's just this idea this wave of an idea that's like crashing on the shores of uh, Taiwan. How did Black Lives Matter start up in Taiwan? Um, I started it as a Facebook page first in 2016 and then I did a actual Black Lives Matter event in 2019, and that was kind of it really. Then there was a little bit of organizing here and there. In 2020, May 25th, the event with George Floyd, and that just created a surge, a huge surge of interest in Black Lives Matter that I've honestly been responding to kind of real time since then. So what is BLM Taiwan's purpose or mission? that is actually being figured out real time right now. There are a couple or a few, more than a few different groups that have their own mission and are doing their own things. And I'm talking to them, obviously. And then I'm also talking with uh, the co-founder uh, of Black Lives Matter Taiwan, Su An, myself, and a couple other people are figuring out the, the answer to that question. What does Black Lives Matter mean here in Taiwan. It obviously is not about police shootings. Uh, That's a United States thing. It's obviously not about uh, the high levels of systemic racism that exists in the U.S. You know, it's not about that. Uh, So we're figuring out what it it means and what it will be about here in Taiwan right now. Okay.
0: Can you talk about some of the specific events or seminars or gatherings that you've held in taiwan so far
1: uh actually i have only organized uh two events and the second one is up and coming uh the first event was the event with uh, a friend of mine from the u.s came over Teiju the storyteller uh gani performed at this event Uh, michi performed at this event there were a few people that performed at this event and did some storytelling and it was it was fun Uh, The second event that's upcoming, it's coming on September 19th, is going to be an all-black community forum. So speaking of answering that question, like, what does Black Lives Matter mean, we're hoping to get the black community of Taiwan to come out, and we'll talk about that together. So that'll be the second event. So all of these other events that you've seen happen, the rally... Uh, The Taipei is listening. Those are all separate groups. And that's kind of the confusing thing about Black Lives Matter, because I think as an outsider looking in, every time you see an event hosted by black people, people think like, hey, look look at what Black Lives Matter is doing. And it's not that simple. In your Amnesty International talk
0: that you did last week, the event campaign said it was focusing on raising awareness about white supremacy or the fight against white supremacy. Can you talk a little
1: bit about what you feel white supremacy is and why it needs to be tackled? Woo! Um, white supremacy, I mean, I guess it's kind of built into the name. It's the seeing white people as superior, and this is something that it's a problem globally. So this is one of the problems that exists everywhere. It exists in the U.S., it exists here in Taiwan. An easy example of that is uh like like a few actors have told me this like if a taiwanese agency is looking for an american actor they usually mean a a white actor like it's not you know someone with an american passport that speaks english they're looking yeah. for a white actor or in teaching a lot of times when people are looking for an uh, an american you know accent or an american teacher they're looking for a white yeah. <laughs> american teacher and um Kind of my view on dismantling white supremacy uh, when I, when I look at white people as a white person, you should be looking into dismantling some form of oppression because if you aren't you're just kind of actively uh, perpetrating mm. the, the supremacy you know you're enjoying the uh, yeah. the benefits of it <laughs> and and you know battling oppression is good for everyone everywhere what sort of tangible ways do you think people can tackle oppression here in Taiwan? I think the best answer to that question is Mm self-education, right? Like, I think everybody is familiar with some kind of oppression somewhere, whether it's something that was happening in their home country or something happening in Taiwan. So instead of giving someone a specific, like, hey, do this, the do this is like, educate yourself so you can figure out how you can best, uh, uh, you know, battle—I'll use the word—battle oppression or dismantle the systems of oppression. Like, really, just self-education. Like, I—I I don't even have any recommendation for books or anything. Google is your friend. If yep. someone genuinely wants to do something about this and they go to Google, they will be hit with, you know, all kinds of <laughs> answers to this question. And it's really finding out which answer is best for you. And that's going to be different for every individual because each person has a different set of skills, different set of resources that they can use. So it's really like going out there and figuring out what's best for you. If
0: you could give any advice specifically to the Taiwanese community on how they could tackle white supremacy and best deal with oppression, what would it be?
1: These are different issues, but I feel like Taiwanese looking into the issues that face indigenous populations here. I think there are similar kinds of oppression that happens uh, with the um, indigenous population, so that might be a place for Taiwanese to get started. Because what I what I learned at the Amnesty International event is that using the word race here in Taiwan doesn't mean the same thing that it means from America or in the UK, maybe. Yeah. So. I might not even be capable of speaking to Taiwanese about matters of race just because I don't have that level of nuance. But what they can do is look at the oppressions that exist within Taiwan and then start to draw some parallels between those oppressions and the oppressions that, uh, you know, that people of color and black mm. people face. That, that would be my answer to that. Do you feel you faced any adversity personally in Taiwan because of your skin color? um yeah like it's small things like when you go to apply for a a job not knowing if you don't get hired because of your skin color yeah like that's just a constant question that you know people here will ask themselves or again i i don't i don't know why actors and acting is on my mind but like a you know an actor going in a black actor going in for a role and not getting that role and then just asking themselves, did I not get that role because my acting skill or because of my skin color? Uh, so there's this... And 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 there's... Um, someone just told me about a, a young kid in, in one of the schools here uh, asked, saying to their mother, like, oh, black people don't have money. So, like, this perception that if you're... Based on your skin color, you don't have money. Mm. Now, Taiwanese love famous uh, black people. So you, you have like Will Smith or LeBron James, you know, like, so there's like, there's not like a kind of racism here where they like, if someone has black skin, they just won't like them. But there's a, a kind of maybe prejudice or discrimination that happens on when you're just a regular guy trying to make it uh, yeah. in, in, the, in the world here in Taiwan. I was working at a school and this was really interesting. This speaks to a kind of colorism. Colorism is that there's many shades of black. Some people are, uh, like myself, is lighter skinned, and then some people are darker skinned. And I didn't want to work at the school anymore, so I was helping them find teachers to replace me. And uh, one of the te- teachers I found was black. He was highly qualified, highly skilled. Um, after he did his demo and left, I said, oh, what about this guy? This guy's great. And the owner says, oh, no, we can't hire him. I'm like, oh, why not? Uh, she says, because he's black. And I go, I'm black. And she goes, not that black. So, like, people with darker skin, I'm sure, have more problem. They face more problems than I do with lighter skin. And that's, that's, a, that's an issue that needs to be addressed. But a teacher posted to one of the online uh, Facebook groups saying, hey, we're looking for teachers. But if you're black, uh, don't. You don't need to apply. And that, you know, that's the reality that black people face in Taiwan still in 2020. What are some
0: of the BLM Taiwan events that are coming up that people can attend if they want to?
1: Keep an eye on the Facebook page. Because, for example, I will be sharing all of the different events that are happening and some will be a better fit than others. So, for example... Toy has been doing a, uh, an allyship event. So, if you wanted to be an ally for Black Lives Matter, Toy is hosting an event for that. So, that's facebook.com slash BLM
0: Taiwan. Okay, great. Thank you. And the most recent event that's coming up, September 19th.
1: That's is... right. That's, that's an all black community forum. So, if you're listening to this and you identify as being black, that is that event is for you. It's it's an event so black people can figure out what what we need, what we want and what our dreams are here in Taiwan.
0: That's great. OK, and Casey, thank you for speaking with me today. It's been a pleasure having you. Oh, thank you for having me. No problem.